on my door uh, the authorities didn't take me away my passport wasn't taken from me or given back to me telling me to get out of the country because I'm doing episode two quite unbelievable of Radio Owl's Nest thank you everybody you seem to the majority of you said do it again so here I am I'm back in the Owl's Nest with my big suitcase of odds and sods, cassettes, CDs, tape reels, old songs, new songs, mad songs, bits and pieces. Yes, it is the Owl's Nest of paraphernalia, and I'm going to play you some more of these odds and sods today. This is my opportunity to play you songs that... um, are probably orphans to me, songs that aren't always heard and brought to the surface. So all the songs you hear on Radio Owl's Nest are from my archives. I'm selfish, I have a huge ego, and I believe every radio station should be playing my songs every day, every night, every hour, every second, every moment. But they're not, so I am. And I'm going to start with a luxurious song from 2017, a song called I Was Made For You, in brackets, revisited. This is from my 2017 album called The Slender Sadness. It was an adventure re-recording a song from my first album in the House of Stone and Light. It was a great challenge to re-record and see it in a different light. Uh, I was made for you. So here it is. Take this man who comes to you Take me to your side I throw away my soulless days I need you in my life In the doorway of my heart The presence of you shines So put your face to my window And trust what you see inside What are these hands If I can't bring you fallen rain What are these eyes for If I can't see the moon Watch over you What are these arms for If I can't hold you through the night What does this heart beat for If I can't lay by your side must know I was made for you I'll meet you by the wisdom tree and I'll hold you so close come on out of the wilderness let love free from your ghosts What are these hands for If I can't bring you fallen rain What are these eyes 
can't see the moon watch over you what are these arms for if I can't hold you through the night what does this heart beat for if I can't live by your side you must know I was made for Runaway trains Dance in the rain Someday You'll take my name Kneel down In the blue light Let your hair Fall down around Blow out all your Candles tonight And I Believe You will see I was made for you What are these hands for? the first time I've ever attempted anything like that, taking a song that um, I'd written a long time ago and re-recording it. Uh, I recorded that from my 2017 album uh, of love songs called The Slender Sadness. Well, I feel like a bit of reggae. How do you guys feel about a bit of reggae? That's strange, because I'm the only one in the owl's nest, and yet I heard a crowd of reggae fans. But anyway, we'll move on. And this is a brand new track. Well, I wrote it about uh, a couple of months ago. Um, And it's called Nelson's Blood. And there's a very interesting story about this, which is quite historic. So listen to the track and I'll tell you the story behind Nelson's Blood. Fighting royal 
I'm going to take a break, but I sit down and I write a reggae song or two. Uh, I grew up in England um, listening to Trojan Records, great releases through the late 60s and 70s, you know, uh, Prince Busters, Toots and the Maytals, uh, Max Romeo, all those great records, and uh, I fell in love with reggae big time back then. Anyway, Nelson's Blood, let me tell you a little bit about it. Um, Admiral Horatio Lord Nelson, as we all know, was killed at the Battle of Trafalgar, fighting the French. And uh, to bring him back to England and uh, to preserve his body, it is said that they put him in a casket of red wine mixed with camphor and myrrh so that he, they could preserve his body and uh, bring him back to England. And the rumour is that the sailors would every now and then, on their journey back, and we know what the English are like for their booze, dip into um, what they called Nelson's blood and take a sip of that casket. I'm not sure I would do that, but they tell us that the soldiers 
loved their Nelson, loved him as a great leader, and so they drank his blood and drank from that casket, etc. And there is a drink, as you know. Well, you probably don't know, but you might know. It's, it's a champagne cocktail, so there actually is a drink called Nelson's Blood, and I couldn't resist writing a reggae song with that seafaring feel and uh, write it from the soldier's, well, the sailor's point of view. So don't ever say you don't learn anything from listening to Radio Owl's Nest. I hope you all enjoyed that uh, reggae interlude. (laughs) There they are again, that band of reggae-loving, seafaring Admiral Nelson fans. The lovely thing about having uh, this little radio show is I'm able to play all my own stuff. Yes, I can be like a sport child and say, this is what you have to listen to. Um, I'd like to play songs that are on different albums, that are on different labels, but you know how that goes. They give you lots of trouble, and um, maybe you get uh, copyright problems, all that stuff that doesn't allow you to flow. But at the Owl's Nest radio station here, we're only delving into um, my archives, um, all the songs from... Uh, my history. So none of the big corporations or the bureaucracy can attack me because I'm playing this out of my great big suitcase. Ironing board record demos and uh, stuff. And um, also masters from my albums that possibly get a little bit overlooked. So I'm going to take you right back now, all the way back in a time machine to 2008 and an album called In the Temple of the Muse. And there's a song on there called Man in the Moon. I'll talk to you about the song and how it was conceived and who played on it after. But have a listen to the wonderful guitars in the chorus. That's done by the fine guitarist from Canada, Russell Broom.
satellites Oh, how we love to play Albums uh, from 2008, an album of mine called In the Temple of the Muse, and a song called Man in the Moon, and as you heard there, some beautiful guitars by Russell Broom. I toured my In the House of Stone and Light record, and supporting me at a few gigs right back then in the Dark Ages was a band called Jan Arden's Band, and that's where I got, I spotted, actually, the great playing of Russell, and Russell contributed to a lot of my future work from that moment on, and he's even working with me now, which is pretty amazing. Um, Man in the Moon. Uh, as a child, my mum and dad said, stare at the moon, you can see the man in the moon, you can see his face. And for the longest time I couldn't. But then one day I said, ah, the eyes, the nose, there he is, that's Man in the Moon. And I wrote this song imagining the moon looking down on Earth and saying those poor, poor buggers down there, I wish they'd get control of the uh, climate change problem and stop having wars. Because some of the photographs you'd see from... Uh, space from the satellites looking down on Earth. You could see how over the years the beautiful blues and greens had changed into rather ominous colours and darkness. So that's what Man in the Moon is inspired by. Oh, and P.S. The drums you hear on that track are played by the masterly Jimmy Copley. Well, I think it's time to pry open the vault door. Ah, through the cobwebs, through the darkness, through all the grime and all the dripping water off of the walls. Here is a rare demo. Um, it's a song called Make My Telephone Ring. Uh, Brian Fairweather, my uh, partner from QFO, is playing quite exquisite guitar. I'm plonking away on my little white piano, and uh, I can't believe how high I sang. But this is a very rare demo. Um, raw and ready, we actually played this together um it's all pretty live and um i thought actually vince gill back in the day could have done this 
From the vault, yes, we pried open the doors, looked into the darkness, turned on our torches, and we found it. Um, Make my telephone ring. I remember recording that on a 16-track in my garage, um, just me and Brian. And I always had a feeling that it had a kind of country lilt to it. And uh, anybody who had a very high voice should have a go at it. But alas, it's not been cut up to this point, so it remains in the The vault. vault. We're at the halfway stage, so why don't we have a go at the quiz? 
I had a lot of fun doing the quiz uh, on episode one, and so I've been quite looking forward to doing this in episode two. This, and I'm going to ask two questions again, uh, 50 points for the first one and 50 points for the second. And I will on uh, my Facebook page uh, give the answers out to all the quizzes as we steadily go along. So, to the quiz. Question one for 50 points. What's the title of my first band's single release? What's the title of Qfield's first ever single release on Jive Records? <laughs> Probably not as easy as you think. And now for question number two, for an extra 50 points. What's the nickname of my favourite soccer team? A soccer team that I played for as a kid. What's their nickname? I'll be giving uh, the answers to these two questions on my Facebook page presently. So, good luck, tally-ho. Let's see who can get 100 points this week. I'd like to play you now a song that has a very long history. I believe I first wrote it back in the uh, early 80s, and um, it was recorded eventually by Starship on an album called Love Among the Cannibals in 1989. And then I released it and re-recorded it again back in 2012 on an album called A Temper of Peace. This is a song called Healing Waters.
That's Healing Waters from uh, my album, A Temper of Peace. Um, this song has had such a long history. I'm very fond of it because it seems to have gone through uh, many decades and survived in some way. So it has some legs. It has some strength going on there. Hopefully it's the message of the song. So, my friends, are you ready to go back to... Yes, wait for it. The 80s. <laughs> Uh, I always get a great response from the thousands of people in this very small room. So we're going back to the 80s, and this is a song called Thunder in the Night, and it's also a song, I like to feature a song in every show that I wrote with someone else. I wrote this song with Diane Warren, yes, that most famous lady writer, um, with a mouth of dirt. I must say, Diane was wonderful to work with when I first came to LA, and she had the... Um, the language in the mouth of a docker. Uh, love her dearly, but she scared the hell out of a lot of people when she insulted nearly everybody in the world. But she's really got the most big, sweet heart. We got together early on in our careers and wrote a song in the 80s called Thunder in the Night. It's a very Pointer Sisters kind of song, and it has quite a suggestive lyric. Um... But it was really that time when everything was uh, following that kind of groove by Automatic, you know, that hit single by the Pointer Sisters. Um, I got together a little band. I programmed everything. We went into a little eight-track studio in the valley. Um, Brian Farrell the play guitar. I played all the keyboards. Um, John Lind, the great songwriter and a great singer, he did background vocals with me. And um, we had a great singer, great session singer, uh, a friend of my manager's. Her name was Sylvia St. James. And she gave it just that great R&B spirit we needed for the 80s. And the song went on to be recorded by Melissa Manchester on her 1985 uh, MCA album called Mathematics. And here it is, the raw, original, never heard before demo of Thunder in the Night.
very, very 80s. Um, I love playing bass on that. Um, I came across from England with a Aria Pro bass, and uh, I was still in love with the funk, and so uh, that's me slapping away and enjoying that. That's your 80s song for today, the demo of Thunder in the Night. I was reading a really quite funny story recently um, about the great DJ John Peel, the English DJ, that he um, used to play experimental music and he played the whole side of Pussyfooting, which was a album by Brian Eno and um, Robert Fripp, and he played it backwards by mistake and he didn't notice anything wrong with it. And it seems that the audience didn't either. Um, so... <laughs> That's a great expression of experimental music for you, isn't it? Um, you can play it backwards or forwards, and it still makes the same sense. I'm sure the BBC, which uh, John Peel was um, disjockeying for, were very happy about that. I believe Eno uh, rang into the BBC to say, this is wrong, this is wrong, but uh, nobody picked up the phone. And then people sort of fell in love with it, so I believe later they released the album backwards. <laughs> You've got to giggle. Um, I'm going to play you now a track that you probably could play backwards or uh, forwards. Um, it's a track called Splinter Echo, uh, an angular track from my instrumental album of not too long ago, uh, from the album called The Amber of Memory. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
Well, the question is, was that played backwards or was that played normal? Uh, answers on the postcard, please. Even I can't tell. Uh, that was Splinter Echo from my instrumental album, uh, The Amber of Memory. Ah, the call of the owls. You who know me best... Uh, know that I've got a couple of owls hanging from the ceiling, or shall we say flying in the owl's nest, and it was quite difficult to get them to record that. But I am working on getting them to sing background vocals on the new album. Yes, it does sound a lot like, who cooks for you? Who cooks for you? 
Yes, okay, who cooks for you? Unfortunately, no one. I use the microwave. Here's a song from my album in the Temple of the Muse. And it's called When Johnny Sang the Blues. Dancing shoes 
Back Memories, um, a song called When Johnny Sang the Blues um, from an album called uh, In the Temple of the Muse and a very nostalgic song for me. I can remember what it was like to grow up with the Beatles and John Lennon and that romantic era. Okay, that uh, means that it's time for the quote of the day. The quote of the day comes from Francis Bacon. If a man will begin with certainties, he shall end in doubts. But if he will be content to begin with doubts, he shall end in certainties. Rather good, that. And that's the tea boiling, and I love my cuppa. So it means we're coming to the end of the show, and I just want to let you know that uh, most of the music you heard here, a lot of the music you can pick up at CD Baby. Yes, we've still got the real thing, CDs, tactile. You can play them, hold them, take them out of their sleeves. What will they think of next? And you can download these tracks at iTunes and all the other internet download sites. So there we go. It just remains for me to say... Thank you again for joining me on episode two uh, of the Radio Owl's Nest shows. I've had a great time. I do enjoy this, going back through the vaults and going through all the old songs and thinking about what I'm going to play. That's a lot of fun for me. Uh, To my friends out there, please, let's stop animal testing. Non-animal technology has come of age. You know how passionate I am about our furry creatures out there, our fellow brothers and sisters. So... I'll just say, lots of love, and I look forward to the next time seeing you in the Owl's Nest.